Phobia of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle of the period, my <laughs> name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 170. It's my favorite number. How are we? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Nice. Oh, don't pretty good. I'm doing don't. pretty good over here. Oh, he's don't, a frog don't, man don't or something. Don't keep doing that. What are you doing? What voice is this? Uh, just trying to get a deeper radio voice. For <laughs> better audio uh, qu- better audio quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For resi- resonance. That's sib- debatable, sib- sir. Sibilance. Uh-huh. Sibilus. Syphilis. Remember Syphilis? Yeah, I do. And I'm going to remember this night forever because it will haunt my nightmares. Uh, when, I, when, I, when I managed that camera store, Cord Camera, mm-hmm. uh, one of my assistant managers quit on me. And I said, oh, where are you going? He's like, I got a job at Syphilis. Mm. And I was like, for real? Wait, you're talking about the Sybaris? Or is it Sybaris? The Sybaris, the the the, the, the sex uh, hotel, the yeah. jungle rooms. Yes, and the, yeah. the themed the themed Theme. hotel. Mm-hmm. It yeah, can be anything the, you want it to be for. It's themed. All the rooms themed rooms hose down. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. The best part about the so there's the Sybaris and there's the Fantasuites, which Fantasuites goes even more off the deep end. I've looked at their website. I've I've looked at pictures <laughs> of the rooms, and the awesome thing is when they built the rooms. They were, they, they, you know. I opened they, the door. You know, they're building like these fake caves and stuff inside the rooms mm-hmm. and like, oh, it's Looks the. Like the Raven's Haven. It's the moon landing and, and all that. Well, the awesome thing is the they're, they're landing. like uh, the exhibit designers or whoever they hired to, to build these things out uh, as they were building the rooms. They were like, this is probably the biggest TVs we'll ever get. And so all of those rooms <laughs> just have these little, like, square TVs that are like... Like tube TVs? Yeah, tube TVs that are not large at all. And so... <laughs> but they can't put any other kind of TV in those rooms. Yeah, they're built Because they're man. built in. Yeah, they mm-hmm. built these little nooks. So you're not going to get a bigger TV in your Conestoga wagon. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how much television watching or... Do you think happens in those rooms? Like I, 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 I kind oh, of. Oh, I think would suspect it's erotic films. Yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, they also committed hard into the. Uh, you guys no never went there for like the birthday VCR. parties or anything like that. No laser discs. No, no, like for birthday able, parties. Yeah, to be able to like sleep on the moon and things like that. Not a chance. No, I'm just I kidding. Oh, I never did like, that either. These are. Th- yeah, I was gonna say. I thought these were like. <laughs> R to X rated yeah. kinds of experiences. I, was uh, I don't know. I mean, the guys. rooms themselves, you would never guess that from just looking at the pictures. They just are, they're just themed. Mm-hmm. The pictures I remember was like a cascading waterfall into a heart, heart-shaped hot tub. Sybris, Sybris, I think, took it to a more Erotic 80s version, zone. 80s version of romantic uh, uh, take on things. But the, yeah. fan, the fan of suites really was just like, each room is going to be uh, a holodeck on a budget. Yeah, I kind of think that. <laughs> I kind of think that that's that. Yes, Fanta Suites was supposed uh, to be, like you just said, holodeck on a budget. And I think that Sybaris was more like the offshoot of van culture from the '70s and early '80s. Mm. Like you know when you had like the shagging wagon style vans, a lot of yeah, like, just uh, no wheels, a lot of carpet. Exactly. So somebody mm-hmm. who was like deep into like van culture and airbrushing their cargo van, yeah, ended up somehow like probably getting a motel. Um, they through uh, the death of a, a family member, and then they just kind of took what was like the natural extension of the culture that they were already involved in, the subculture of vans, and said, like, what if I had like a 10 by 20 room to work with? Mm-hmm. And that's what they came up with. And, and water, they, and, and they, then let's add yeah. a water feature. Let's and put it in was double twice. time. It was a yeah, shagging wagon and a plumber's van. And so mm-hmm. that's why you have so mm-hmm. many water features, because this dude was a plumber. 
I mean, some of those bands did have water features, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> van culture got weird. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I think it's... Which reminds just randomly... <laughs> the, do you know that band that drives around town here, in, well, in all of central Indiana, that has the AstroTurf on it? That's Yes, sir. It's like Dark Side of the Moon? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen that on the freeway. It's a... It's a uh, it's a carpet store in Irvington, just east mm. of Indianapolis, and they have the, awesome. the dark side of the moon van, and there's an uh, there's a few that they've had that are just completely covered in in carpet. I want to say that they're also the ones that have the disco ball van, oh, but I've yeah, the dark side there. of the moon van it, it, was it's slick. I yeah. mean, just if you so. To get the the picture here, this is a large van mm-hmm. covered it's, in black astroturf, yes. and then other colors of astroturf that For form the prism, the, the the prism from Dark yeah. Side of the Moon. It's awesome. Can I ask a question about your story? <laughs> I'm yes. A, <laughs> I, I don't know if this is a common term for you. I've never heard you use it before, but I could see you using it. Do you think that uh, large needs to be a descriptor of van because minivans exist? <laughs> well, there's different. So what would like, you What well, would you say? This, that's like it's like a, a it's like a 16 passenger van though. It's like a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then there's like Astro vans. Right. Astro well, vans were, were cool. Astro va- Astro there were vans, Astro vans. If you got the four wheel, the all wheel drive Astro van, you were a pimp. Yeah, man, I would, I would take one for for sure. Oh yeah, there's three for sale right down the street from me, Rowdy. I remember driving to Showbiz Pizza in Scott Riggs. Parents Astro van, Scotty Riggs, with, with the interior, the interior right lighting and the suede seats, and I was oh just like, God. this is. This is luck. This is hey, like a this movie is movie scene. And <laughs> also, what? sorry, Scott and Scott's dad. Uh, <laughs> sorry, one of Scott's the part. One of my party favors was like a like mm. I don't know like metal uh, jet jet plane. Mm-hmm. And on the ride home, I was flying the jet plane around, and I crashed it into my suede seat. May have put a hole in that uh, upholstery. Well, here's it's it's good to get this off my chest. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what this uh, podcast is for, yeah. for sure. Uh, but here's so, another example. Yeah, I'm absolved though, so <laughs> yeah. it's cool. But I think I think that the the van culture extension to Sybaris makes more sense when you think about conversion vans as well, because they also commit pretty heavily to uh, current technologies, with the assumption that nothing will change. And there's there's no there's no scalability to That's those true. as well. Like you get the whole for the TV, in like a '96 Chevy mm. conversion, and like yeah. that's what it is. That's the yep. whole for the TV. It's 11 inches, and <laughs> it might be black and white. That's right. <laughs> there's no change in that. Still feels fancy to me. Oh, for sure. What happened to conversion vans? I what? don't know. What happened to like the full size van that was like plush? Yeah. That wasn't yeah. just imp- just a cargo van, like empty, but like the captain's chairs on the second row that swiveled with the card table you could put in, the mm-hmm. back seat folded down to a bed, yeah. had built-in the curtains strip. and track lighting. I mean, those yeah, things were awesome. Man, but they just sucked every <gasps> like any smell. It just like yes. it felt like mm. it just was it was captured in that in there. Well, and it's it all never that came out. that genuine imitation, mm-hmm. crushed velvet, leatherette. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Well, th- well, welcome, everybody, to our sports podcast. I like to say that every week just to probably reinforce it in our minds, the host <gasps> minds, that this is supposed to be a sports podcast or at least uh, sports adjacent, I'd say. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, probably pretty good. It's what we aim for. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you made it this far, we will get to sports eventually. Uh, go ahead and hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We're going to do this every week. Uh, sometimes it's fans, sometimes it's sandwiches, sometimes it's fanwiches. We never know where we're going to go. Uh, let's get it started. Rowdy, how about some sports? All right. Hey, uh, this headline just has three words. National Recruiting Day. What, mm-hmm. what do we got? What's That's going right. on? It's uh, Snoop's favorite day of the year. 
It's, it's the er- grossest day of the year. Early signing day for college uh, football commits. Uh, typically, signing day was only held once a year, uh, more late winter, early spring, but now they do an early December signing day. Mm. When they can get all those top five-star, four-star, three-star recruits from all over the country and try to woo them to your college by any means necessary. Mm, Bagmen. I hear you. So real quick, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but uh, the top ten classes this year in early recruiting day, number one, Alabama, two, Poison Nuts, three, Georgia, LSU, Clemson, Oregon, Oklahoma, Florida, Notre Dame at nine, and Miami at ten. I think Alabama got six five stars. OS uh, Poison Nuts got five, and that was really the only difference between the two classes. Yep. I stand by what I said earlier. Ranking teenagers is gross. (laughs) (laughs) Feels gross. It It sounds gross when you say it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. got hours and hours of tape on these kids. Yep, just watching watching videos of teenagers running yep. around. Yep. Sounds super cool. Yeah, I don't know. I've never gotten into recruiting day. I don't I don't I understand Bill uh, Bud Elliott, former writer for SB Nation. I think he's at one of the recruiting sites now. Uh, talked about how he has like the five star index and based on how many five star recruits you get, there's only a certain number of colleges that can ever really win a national championship. And he's kind of like tracked it back in time and said, based on the number of recruits you get, like you have to be above a certain point scale that he has. And it's a really simple system. But based on that, you know, he can say every year, you've only got like five to seven teams that are ever really in the hunt every year. So I get it from that perspective. Um, But actually putting like, a rating on them, on like a 17 or an 18 year old, and like talking about their body, their body structure, their muscular, <laughs> it's just musculature, it's, their musculature, like it's just all very bizarre to me. Well, especially when you, put, when you put it like that, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that's what they're doing. It's like, it's not just like you know, and 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 take. Uh, the part that these this is all supposed to be for academic institutions, right? Right. Like take that out of it, and just from the perspective of like, uh, let's go compare this seventeen-year-old boy to this seventeen-year-old boy, based on their uh, their physical prowess. No, thank you. I'm mm. good. I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not. I don't want to involve myself in this. Right? Am I wrong here, Rowdy? Well, Do I until have an they suit up, and then you're okay with it. Right, exactly. Once yeah. they're kind of 18, 19. <laughs> right. and Get that they, gold dome on. Yeah, yeah they've consented. Then at that point, I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, until then, yeah. I just hate the... It, it remind, I think it also reminds me just uh, more generally how dirty the entire right. college sport the whole system is. Yeah. ecosystem mm. is. Yeah. yeah. It's just all very gross. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Well, fair enough. There's there's my two cents. Reed, about what do you think about uh, talking about these uh, young boys? Yeah, <laughs> strapping young boys. This feels like a uh, trap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, this feels like there's not a right answer. <laughs> let's let's move on to more uh, fun topics, like the next headline. Okay. I don't know what this means at all. It says, Gus Malzahn got run off the planes. Gus Malzahn, former, Gus Malzahn. Al, our former Auburn University head coach, is done after eight seasons on the planes with a 68-35 mm-hmm. record, one ACC championship game, one national championship title, and a 3-5 and five record versus Coach Saban in the Crimson Tide during his tenure. Uh, The most interesting thing about this, Rowdy, is that the state of Alabama, via Auburn University, has to pay Gus Malzahn $21.48 million for his contract buyout. $10 million is due by the end of the year. Oh, Mm. wow. Yeah. Uh, Real quickly, 
Is that right that he won it? I thought, was he... He was on Chiswick's national championship team, right? Mm, I don't, is I that think right? He was one game of, I think he lost to Florida State in 2012 or 13. Doesn't matter. The point is... That may be right. That may be the right. point is that the, the state of Alabama is paying him $21.5 million, is that right? Yep, to not do his job. To not do his job, to hit the road and do something else. So Snoop had an interesting idea, and I crunched the numbers, did a little, uh, I did a little Snoop impression and crunched the data you here. You, you pulled out the old Excel? I, I, pulled out the, uh, I pulled out what I call a uh, tablet and pen, also known as Excel. <laughs> and I just mm-hmm. thought, uh, Rowdy, that I'd run the figures of what $21.48 million looks like in terms of uh, four-year college degrees in the state of Alabama. Oh, okay, yes. So now this is based, uh, this, these tuition rates are based on the medium household income in Alabama, okay. which is $51,000. So a four-year degree at Auburn would cost you twenty-three grand a year. That's three, uh, 232 students that could graduate on Malzahn's uh, buyout. At Alabama, that's 238 students. At uh, Snoop's uh, big winner down there in Alabama, the uh, University of Alabama Birmingham Dragons, that's mm-hmm. 299 students. South Alabama Blazers. Blazers. There it is. South yeah. Alabama's 339, and Troy is 333 students. Now, Rowdy, say, none of those schools are good enough for me. I don't want to go to a public institution in Alabama. I want to go I, to a I private. was about to say that, yeah. yeah. You want to go to a private institution in Alabama. So let's look up a couple private I, I don't schools. know about that either, but uh, <laughs> carry on. Uh, the two uh, the two most prestigious private schools in Alabama, uh, Tuskegee, where it cost $147,000 to get a, a four-year degree, you could still have 145 graduates on Gus's salary. And then at Samford, where it's $107,000 for a four-year degree, you can get 199 students out of that salary. Wow. wow. The other thing is, who does Auburn think they're gonna get? Well, by cutting Malzahn. I, while you were saying this, I thought let me check one more thing here, just just out of curiosity. <laughs> so twenty one point five million dollars. If you look at the at currently at Alabama's unemployment rate, it's right around six percent, between six and seven percent. It's always lower, and then they revise it, and it'll go up. Right. The uh, most that you can pay. Uh, that they'll pay out in unemployment. Um, now, we are in a pandemic here, so we're seeing a lot of high unemployment. Uh, is $265. That would pay for 81000 $265 a week? $265 a week is what they pay out for unemployment. Wow. That, that pays for... That would be 81,000 weeks of unemployment. Now, you can only get <laughs> 26 weeks at a time. So right. for the number of people that this would pay out, uh, it's going to be computing, computing. It's taking forever to do this thing. Uh, <laughs> 3,100 unemployment, full unemployment benefits for the full 26 weeks, 3,100 people. That's, that's what insane. That's what, yeah. That's what they could have done with this money yeah. had they not fired him. Kay Ivy, where are you at with those kind of stats, huh? Yeah, where are you at with that? <laughs> Former accountant Kay Ivy? Former yeah. statistician Kay Ivy? That's right. So t- 3,100 full unemployment benefits, folks. The people, people. You want to hear the kicker to all this? Here's the kicker I picked up today. Ain't played nobody? Evidently, Auburn <laughs> sent out an, e- an email blast <laughs> to their alumni asking for contributions to the school to support grant programs, scientific endeavors, academics, the arts, et cetera, et cetera, while oh at God. the same time they're getting ready to spend almost $22 million to fire their coach. War Eagle. 
Well, the good news is at least they, they're paying their players, right? Yeah, right. Well, Cam Newton, but yes, most everyone yeah, else too. That's mostly coming from Mississippi State at this point. Yeah. Cecil's doing all right. Cecil's doing, Cecil's doing just fine. <laughs> but, yeah, th- this is insane on two levels. The buyout is absolutely insane. And I don't know, at this point in the season, with as many firings and hirings as, as there have been and moving around as there has been already, that you're going to do any better. Much le- I mean, they had a down season for sure. It's a COVID season. I think they had a four-loss, five-loss season. Um but I, I mean, I I am not a fan of Auburn at all or Gus Malzahn. But I don't I don't see how you're going to do much better. The the uh, conventional wisdom right now is they're just going to um, hire their offensive coordinator and return back to just being an academic institution. Yeah. Oh well, that was the, that was the thing that Skeeter down there at University of Florida, the coach down there, uh, was talking about talking about today Skeeter. when they had a. They had the, what, eighth-ranked recruiting class, and he blamed it on Florida being a top-ten academic school, and when their academic standards are as high as they are at UF, it's hard. sometimes it's hard to recruit those guys because they're not eligible. I mean, they are a top-ten public institution. That, that, according to U.S. News, that part may be true, but... They're yeah. also in Florida. I don't exactly. I don't <laughs> think it should be that hard. To, <laughs> right. The, they it's also a big probably state. have like sixty-five thousand students. Yeah. So it's a big yeah. state. <laughs> I had read a headline. Uh, it made me throw up a little bit, so I never opened it. But they said the three, uh, the the three coaches that were being bantied about at this point were, um, it. You know what? I'll put it in. Um, uh, Best to worst, I guess. I hope. I hope the correct one is most, the worst one. <laughs> most na- nausea-inducing, yeah. Uh, at least yeah. nausea-inducing to most. Yeah. Is uh, uh, um, oh, I just forgot his name. Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Was the heard first that one. one. Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if if Auburn is in a dry county or not. Right. Uh, or <laughs> or uh, uh, get ready. Hugh Freeze. Yep, that's the one. Ding, 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 <laughs> yeah. ding. Are you kidding me? Like, and, oh, man. Yeah, the only place Hugh Freeze can exist and not just burst into flame is the Liberty Flames. It's ironic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just can't even imagine. Like, uh, uh, Liberty University hires the guy that paid for strippers for recruits. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And, yep, paid for strippers, got, got his massages. On, and kept the numbers in the <laughs> yeah. school phone. This, yeah. The, the uh. school gave him the phone, paid for the phone. That's how uh. they busted him. It was, you know, <laughs> do you know how they busted him? It was a Freedom of Information Act. It was a FOIA oh request. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, by, a, a re- by a Mississippi a, State fan. <laughs> by a, yes. To pull his, his uh, cell phone record. For the numbers he called. And oh, then he just man. started calling them. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so the, so what we would say is, I mean, this is Peter Principal in full effect, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. he, goes to, he goes to Ole Miss. Uh, he, sl- he, like, no slut-shaming here, but he perv- perverts his way out the door. Yeah. Goes to Liberty, gets the whole... Uh, it's the whole Reformation, Reclamation, Restoration. <laughs> Once in grace, uh, always in grace. <laughs> always in grace, exactly. Gets, gets, gets the wash and the wax. Yeah. And then he stumbles into probably a better job. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, this guy, this guy. Uh, yeah, I hope. I mean, I kind of secretly hope it is Hugh Freeze because it'll be a train wreck. It'll be delicious. <laughs> Oh man. oh, man. No way Sark goes to Auburn. No way Sark wants to play Saban every year. I don't think so. I think Sark goes back out west, honestly. Saban ain't got no time for, for that. <clears throat> no. Oh, you think, so if Hugh Freeze gets the job, does the bed come with him? I don't or know. Does the, the, or does he have to find his own bed to coach from? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That guy. Oh, man. That dude. He's the worst. Oh, he's the you worst. Know, uh, you know who's from his coaching tree? I'm pretty sure, though. Tom Allen at IU, coached under Hugh Freeze. I think you're right. I think, yeah, he, yeah, he was at, he was at, at small school in Tennessee. Yes. I think he coached under Hugh Freeze. 
Yes, hmm. I think yeah. you're right. Middle Tennessee State tree. or something. Yeah. 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 Now, if it's is it a Hugh Freeze coaching tree or is it just like uh, Hugh Freeze is the pimp? It's just a Hugh Freeze orgy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Hugh Freeze key party. Yeah. <laughs> fishbowl at the door. There's a fi- as soon as you walk into the complex, there's a fishbowl. Yeah. 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 Oh. Does so he spell do you... his name like Mister Freeze? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's a re- he's a real piece of work. On? Who do you blame this on? Like, let's say, Al, is this just a culture thing? Is it a winning this thing? Is, is it a- this is, from what I've read and listened to, this is not a, uh, an athletic director decision. Uh, this is a boosters fan base uh, getting tired of, of not winning. Alabama is a, Alabama's kind of like Texas and, you know, maybe a couple other states. South Carolina seems like that kind of state right now where, they just don't have a lot of patience, man. And so, let me. And 68 and 35. I mean, and a title and an SEC championship, and you've knocked off Bama three times. It's not terrible. It's not yeah. terrible. Do you? What's the story? I know you're not down there, but what's the story inside of Alabama, and let's say just regionally in the South, on how this is handled, and especially the the, the financial aspects of it versus how it's being seen, I would say, more nationally, uh, especially in, like, the lamestream media saying, how do you pay a coach to leave in a pandemic and pay him $21.5 million, paid out by the end of the year, $10 million of it? Like, how how does it play down there? Versus my, how does it play elsewhere? My guess would be that that's the, the, the least talked about aspect of it. Really? I, I think there would be some people been out of shape about that, but I definitely think that the amount of money being paid out is more of a East Coast elite ESPN Connecticut driven kind of thing. The impression I get is people were fed up with it and they were done with him. And whatever it takes for Auburn to win is what it takes. That would be my assumption. That's insane, though, right? I mean, it's it is insane. It's just this is this is like uh, you know the pastor driving the Cadillac, and and but that's exactly the mentality uh, I I would expect from this, for sure. It's not a good look for the South. Generally, I mean, right? it's, I mean it's, this it's, just plays into the stereotypes. A, no, no, well, the timing, like you're saying, with the pandemic and the unemployment rate and just all this, it, it is. It's a, it, it's, it's a, it's, it is a very bad look, and it can't happen to a better school. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> it, there is some sweetness yeah. to it. They're yeah. in shambles. Well, I mean, they're not. They're going to have a losing record next year. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. A lot of people are getting hurt. Sucks. All right, yeah, what else? It you does. Got? All right, well, next up, the CFP is even worse than we thought. Is it? What do those letters stand for? College football playoff, but now we should, uh, from here on out, refer to it as the college football invitational. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you, Nicole. Uh, Hat tip to Nicole Auerbach from the Athletic. Thank you. Yeah, cite your source there. Uh, it really is. I mean, it's worse. I mean, we were belly aching about it last week, but it's even worse now with the way Cincinnati dropped to nine, having an undefeated season. Iowa State out of the Big 12 is a two-loss team, and now they're six. It's just the curtain's been pulled back, man. We see exactly what's going on. The clones are down there at six waiting on whoever wins the, uh, or whoever loses, I should say, the Notre Dame-Clemson game and then they'll mm-hmm. slide them right in because it's a big money market. The Big 12 has Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, big programs. And um, it's just it's completely and utterly obvious what they're doing, so it's not a playoff, it's not a tournament, it's an invitational. Yeah, it's frustrating from the fan perspective knowing full well how this whole uh, system works. Uh, 
and not having any power to change it and knowing, you know, New Year's going to come, I'm going to plop down in front of the TV and I'm going to watch every stupid game and yep. show up on Wednesday and talk about it because those bastards have me by the, uh, well, you know. Short and curly. It doesn't, <laughs> yes. it doesn't make any sense how they're, uh, it's amazing to me that they can get away with it too. Uh, with with like how blatantly they're doing it, but how they can get away with like um, twisting the narrative to fit the yes. the the pre-existing outcome. The, the yeah, the it's outcome back engineered. Want. Yeah, yeah, it's completely back engineered. The the outcome is set. There's five. Well, what would you make reference to earlier, Snoop? There are eight teams, nine teams that can legitimately make the college football playoff. Meaning. There are eight teams that have enough uh, fan base that will travel and uh, TV draw that mm-hmm. um, they'll get in. And, you know, it's the Alabamas, the Notre Dames, the Clemsons, the A&Ms, the, uh, well, mm-hmm. in any other year, USC's, uh, people like that. Um, and it is. It's just it's gnarly how it is. Uh is set up but it's blatantly clear now and like I was saying off air the encouraging thing at least now is that it's becoming kind of the main narrative of college football fans that everybody realizes it's bogus but at the same time they're like you Snoop it, they know it's not going to change no and I think the I'm trying to remember this I was going to try and pull it up but I, I think the college football playoff has a deal to remain intact as is, I think, until 2025. Because they had to go through three cycles at each location. Oh, for so the bowls, yeah. yeah. For the bowls, yeah. So they have at least four more years, five more years of this before it can even get reorganized. So yeah. we know we're stuck with this for at right. least the next four or five years. Because ESPN has a deal with the college football playoffs committee, which is just the bowls, the six bowls, and this the group of or the power five conferences. So I think it's gonna it has to stay this way, I think, for the next five years. It might be cool, six. but then at that point, yeah, isn't that awesome? And then then they can renegotiate, which is what happened. Remember, this is what happened when they brought in the the playoff that they announced it two right years in with BCS still going BCS. right. Yep. So this they they I think it was two years before they actually had the first playoff that they announced it, and it was because that contract was ending and they were starting a new contract. Yep. So even if they were going to expand it, we're not going to see it for at least four to six years. Well, yeah. It, it, the other thing is, is it's it's made team strategies kind of wonky because of the way. I mean, obviously, all the major players know how this works and they know the tendencies of the committee and what they're looking for. And it's more about brand than it is about wins, I think, ultimately. Mm-hmm. But you have like the Michigans just fouling out, you know. I mean, COVID, yes, but I mean that was predicted far out but you also have things like in the bit like we talked about last week in the big 10 where they'll change the rule to get ohio state into the championship game but they wouldn't change the rule to let ohio state play cincinnati last week because they're outside of the conference so they mm-hmm. they protect so themselves account. you know and mm-hmm. and insulate themselves from games that would have monster ratings and significant outcomes but they won't do it. So it just shows you, too, how squirrely the Big Ten is even being this year by, well, we'll change rules that are advantageous to Ohio State, but we're not going to change a rule that would put Ohio State at risk of something. Yep. So here's here it is. Uh, here's some numbers. So there, uh, we have six years left. Um, after last year's, that we'll have six. So this will be one of the next six this year. The six bowls involved, Rose, Sugar, Orange, Fiesta, Peach, and Cotton, uh, plus the championship game, paid out $549 million to the conferences and schools who were involved in those programs. So 
uh, like I said off air, you got six bowls, you've got five conferences. There are 11 spots for those five conferences, and then there's one spot for the other one. Right. They have no incentive because of who owns it. They have no incentive to bring anybody else into that. Their, their little, um, their, what do you call that? Clatch. Well, Clutch. and there's That's no, there's no possible way for anyone to break through because they can't get any mm-hmm. money. Right. And then exactly. That's the next part. So in 2020, the other 33 bowl games paid out a combined $99 million. Yeah. I mean, uh, hello. So, so less than a fifth of what those schools made, which there was, uh, in, with those 11 spots, I can't remember exactly, but I would say there was probably three SEC teams, two from the others, and then one group of five spot. So yeah, you got five cartels, the and then the the, the yeah. group of five—they're just the little street dealers. They don't—I mean—they're mm-hmm. never getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's never gonna—it's not gonna change because there's no incentive to change. But it's all getting laid out this year, clear as day because of the disparity in the number of games played. But we're all going to sit and watch. So who, who's the yes. bigger idiot? The, the dis- them for doing the, it or us for watching? Well, the, the complicity... <laughs> Don't answer that, Rowdy. The Don't com- answer that, the, Rowdy. Yeah, the complicity <laughs> question right. is a legitimate one, for sure. But mm-hmm. I think it's also exposed more... This, I mean, the way culture is right now, what we're seeing, that it, it, it parallels the income inequality and all that. But what we're also seeing is that we're seeing Cincinnati, CCU, BYU. We're seeing, uh, you know, group of five independent teams going undefeated, beating all their opponents. And so it makes the discrepancy even more glaring because we actually have mm-hmm. teams that have done everything to qualify on paper to get into the or have a shot at the tournament or at least the New Year's Six Bowls. Mm. Yeah, there's a, this. Yeah. Anyway, what else? I, this is depressing. It is. It's sad. This is a depressing episode. Uh, you guys want to talk about that Cleveland baseball team? Oh, little, little glimmer of hope here. Delayed hope, incremental hope, but uh, hope nonetheless. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I mispronounced that. It's the team from Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. As their right. as their press release said. Yeah. Did it really? Yes, so the it? press release said for immediate, for immediate release, Cleveland Indians announced decision to change current team name. <laughs> uh, and then nice. in the first paragraph, now I want you to know, this is not a, hey, we've changed the name, or the name is changing. <laughs> it's a process. Right. Because... Mm-hmm. Three times, this is the first par- paragraph, the Cleveland Indians today announced our decision to begin the process of changing our team name uh, from the Indians. Since July, we have conducted an extensive process to learn how our team name affected different constituents, constituencies and whether it aligned with our organizational values. As a result of that process, we have decided to move forward with changing the current team name and determining a new non-Native American name based, non-Native American based name for the franchise. So they're, you know, they're trying. Yeah, they're we'll trying. They'll get shot. there. It's a process. Now, that said, 2021, still going to be the Indians. And after that, who knows? It's gonna it's gonna take a while, um, but they're gonna they're they'll get there eventually, right? One would think. Who knows? Allegedly. It's difficult. It's they- difficult to say. This is this is a complex process, <laughs> according to uh, team owner Paul Dolan, uncle of uh, JD from JD and the Straight Shot. Ooh. Um, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite bands. Yep. Sorry, I just wanted to give them a shout out. Um, but you know, they're they're in the meantime they're doing some some things like they uh, any um, uh, any merchandise in any of their Chief Wahoo merchandise they've been donating to an unspecified quote Native American focused n- quote Native American focused organizations and causes. Their Chief Wahoo um, which, merchandise? 
Yeah, if yeah. I, I tell you what, that's actually a pretty good deal. I would accept money if if someone said we are going to just we we are going to uh, disrespect you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are going to you. we are we are going to lampoon mm-hmm. you uh, and make money off of this, but a cut of that's going to go to you. I'd be like, eh, okay, it's a pretty good deal. I think that's great. So you know they're they're so they're making, those free it's a blankets from the British, right? Yeah, how how generous. I my favorite part of the story, where and I will disagree with you on that point, Bobby, <laughs> is how he keeps saying, "This is it's time and it's unacceptable." So well, it's time. It's time. Uh, It'll be time. Right. One of these times. Right. Look, it's, it's gonna racist be time. as hell, yeah. but we're gonna keep being racist for a little bit longer until we really figure out right. how not you to be racist. You have to. But well, yeah, what you have to understand about being racist, it's very complex right. and it's a long process. Yeah, to not it's be hard. Racist. They've had to, I mean, they've been working <laughs> on this hard. since they've been working on this since July. They've mm-hmm. been they've been kicking this around and just talking to everybody. Well, see, here, anybody who will listen. The thing that I see with this is that Dan Snyder's dumbass set the precedent for this in taking forever. <laughs> you know that the, but I mean, yep. you know, and so now all these other teams that are going to be implicated in this, which is going to be interesting. I mean, we've already talked about on the show the Indianapolis Indians, the Pirates AAA team. Uh, have come out and said they're changing their name too. I haven't heard much on that lately, by the way. But anyway, I think the president was set with Washington and dragging this out, illustrating what a big deal it is that they had to change their logo to uh, just spell out Washington in their typeface. It was such a nightmare to change that. You know, but I think that's how most of these are going to go. What's going to be interesting is how does this impact the Braves and the Chiefs going forward. Mm-hmm. And the Blackhawks. I mean, yep. and the Black okay, yep. so Blackhawks, don't don't the Blackhawks have an endorsement from I, that sounds familiar. the actual Blackhawk that, that, tribe? Yeah. And that's, they, I mean, they, at they least you're called the Blackhawks. Yeah. That doesn't seem derogatory to me. You're calling them what yeah, they're called. Yeah, and I don't even, and I don't even know that the Cleveland Indians would have been as big a deal as it was if it hadn't been for Chief Wahoo. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. You know I what I mean? Because, right. like, the Indianapolis Indians, well, first of all, we live in Indianapolis in Indiana. That's right. So it makes sense. It's part of the, it's part of the name. Right. And the logo for the Indians is, like, a Native American art-inspired right. Uh, right. design. I mean, I'll leave it to our Native American listeners, all of them, to decide whether whether that's right or wrong. I don't care either way. I can't go because my kid has a peanut allergy, so <laughs> we can't. We'll we'll never see a baseball game there. So who cares? Yeah. I don't care. Um, but I mean, get rid of. I'm. I think you know. Get, if you if you really want to change things, get rid of peanuts. At baseball games, mm. that's that's what I would say. Um, if you want to stop yeah, offending why stop me, there? get rid of Cracker Jacks too. Yeah, uh, I mean they could peanut. be processed in a in a facility well, that handles peanut. Okay, yeah. well yeah, then that's out too. Yeah, yeah get rid of both. What about, pe- what about peanuts peanut and oil? Cracker Jacks? Does she have a problem with pe- peanut no peanut oil is fine? Really? Okay, yeah, because, because it denatures the proteins. Peanut. Oh. Well, the heat, the heat, the protein is denatured, so it doesn't affect oh. most people with allergies. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I think what uh, Washington, though, did right, if I remember correctly, they said, we're going to change the name. And then everybody was like, well, OK, to do what? it now. Do it now. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. kind of pressured them into saying we're going to we're going to uh, remove the name from everything as they sent their um their letterhead their press release from yeah. Redskin Way. Yeah. 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 From from their offices on Redskin Way. Right. Uh, but with this, I just don't I don't get how they could say even going it said 
this is Dolan. It's a name that's had its time, but this is not the time now, and certainly going forward, the name is no longer acceptable in our world. He doesn't say this, dot, 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 but we're not going to do it this right. year. I d- I it's unacceptable it's now, but accept it for at least the next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And, and I do, you know, it's easy probably for me to say for my position of privilege, but I do agree with you, Rowdy. I think, like, the caricature doesn't help their case, and, and it's hard right. to disassociate those two, uh, the name and that, and Chief Wahoo. So had it I also been, think that this Dolan family... Terrible people. This is just a group of idiots, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I, they're rich. They're rich. I'll give them that. These these people are kind of dumb. We got we got Polly with the with the Indians. We've got uh, JD from my favorite band, ha- right. head of MSG and owner of the Knicks. Um, who else we got? We got uh, 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 Paul's Paul's brother Matt is a state senator in Ohio. Mm. Um, oh, and I forgot James James. Sorry, JD. Uh, also owns the Rangers. Um, so, good grief. Um, yeah. Surprisingly, uh, Paul Dolan's son Peter um, was selected in the 33rd round of the 2014 MLB draft as a third baseman. Huh. Um, so that's that's interesting that his son made it on the team, but. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, man, it doesn't seem like it should be that. I would be surprised if they make it to spring training as still the Indians. I think they're getting a lot of flack for this, Dolan specifically. The whole fail family um, <laughs> is getting a lot of flack for this. Uh and I don't, I don't, I don't, I think we're batting a thousand at this point with all of our predictions. I don't think that they're making it to spring training as the Cleveland Indians. Oh, well, it'd be interesting. I mean, they had to take all the, I think they took all the Chief Wahoo stuff off so they could have the, uh, it was part of the All-Star game requirements. Yeah. Well, to host the All-Star game. What'll be interesting too is how the media treats them. You know, when the, I think the really the, kind of thing that pushed the Dan Snyder and the uh, Washington team over the edge was when the commentators stopped using Redskins and they would just call them Washington or the team from Washington. Well, they also lost their they also lost their trademark protections yeah. because the trademark office deemed it racist. Yeah. Hmm. So you can't that was what that's true. I think Oh, that's again, interesting. Yeah, that's right. It was money. It was money that said if you can continue to call yourself that, however, you your trademark is no longer protected. Right. So any Tom Dick or Harry can go out and uh, make whatever they want with with that name on it and you have no recourse. So once you start messing with people's that's money when it, that's when you get change. That's uh, when you get sadly, change. Sadly, almost only time that you get change. Yeah. So I don't know how this, I don't know what the step forward is here, but I think, I mean, hopefully it's not past 2021. Hopefully it doesn't even make it that far. Some of the names I've seen, Cleveland Rocks. Yep. Oh. I like it. Uh-huh. I get it. Cleveland, Cleveland Spiders, which was a Cleveland Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Reading... Yeah, are you laughing? I, if you read any of these Instagram posts or Facebook posts, everybody's like, every Sports Illustrated, The Score, Fantasy Pros, Cleveland, like all the, the SB Nation, all the people I follow, they're like, Cleveland's changing their name. What should it be? And everybody's like, oh, Steamers. I hadn't seen that. Well, I tell you what, maybe that's what, the they, maybe, Cleveland maybe that's what they need to make a decision. It's like, okay, yeah, you know what? A little pressure. You, you, you change it. Or, or you're yep. We're gonna officially you the Cleveland Steamers until you, you until you make your official announcement. So you decide. Yeah. yeah. You can you can be the Cleveland Steamers uh, from this point on, or 
you can you can make some kind of decision. You can be the team from Cleveland. That's acceptable. Yep. Um, you can just be Cleveland. This is like, or this you is can like be Cleveland. A, you can be Cleveland. Yeah, this is like parenting a toddler. This is parenting a toddler. You give them this like, uh, this binary decision, which is in no way they they're in no way affiliated with each other, right? Like, it's a non sort of a non sequitur. It's like yeah, you can do A, which you definitely don't want to do, or you can have B, and yeah, that's what that's how we have to treat our uh, professional sports team owners now like they're four-year-olds i love it i'm so happy about sports right it's gonna be awesome can you tell what's next haters 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 Taters, that's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smothered, covered, chopped, and chewed. Rowdy. Hey. Rowdy, my friend, my dear friend. We're here yep. for one thing and one thing only. Money. That's right. Make friends. And, and boy, howdy. Yeah, yeah. And making friends. And make yep. friends. Uh, you did very well this week, my friend. Are you serious? I'm going to get right into it. Yes, sir. If there was ever a week that you had decided to actually bet on the games you picked, yeah. this was the week. Not yeah. only individually, but on on the aggregate, on whole, you should have on the parlayed this five-team bet, and you, my friend, would have cashed. It was a great week for you. Well, let's do it. Let's put some money on it. <laughs> it's too late, dude. You have... Yeah, you can't... We could submit this for evidence, right? Be like, well, we uploaded it right. on Thursday. We uploaded it on Thursday, and 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 until you tell me, I have no idea how I yeah, did. That's true, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's not really how Vegas works. Right. But nice try. If we could find the right person, I'd like to retroactively mm-hmm. play in some Vegas, bet, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I said this letter. I, to I promise I did not watch any games or read anything about it. I have no idea how I did, and you have audio proof that the bets were placed at this time. Let's go. <laughs> Give me some money. Pay that man. Or take money. my money. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Kids I'm, gl- I'm glad you're saying I did well, but you could be messing That's with true. me. I'm so. not. Not this week, friend. Not this week. All right. All right, well, let's see how uh, I did. Your first game, New England against the Los Angeles Rams. I think this was the first Thursday night game we had in quite some time. You picked the Rams. I was going to say, I figured that would be what I did. Yep, and, and you did, and you were right. Rams won 24-3. So what? That's, wow. for you. that's a big win. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Next huh. game, Tennessee, Jacksonville. You, did I pick yeah. Jacksonville? You picked Tennessee. I'm glad yeah, that that's you what don't I figured. Back, yeah, I don't, I'm glad you don't go back and try and pick these again. You're you're actually uh, no. One, I remember because I went back and forth on I went back and forth on this one. But yeah, yeah Tennessee, Tennessee. You're, yep. you're one for one on guessing your own pick so far. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't don't bet on yourself. Yeah. I guess is what we're learning. I never do. <laughs> yes, no one you does. Pick, you pick Tennessee minus seven and a half. They won thirty-one to ten. That's a winner. Indianapolis goes all the way to Las Vegas. Uh, you picked Indy to win that minus three. Guess what? They covered 44 27. That's a winner, buddy. These are some big wins. Yeah, this is a, a week of big week. wins. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Sunday in primetime, Pittsburgh went to Buffalo to check out that Buffalo style pizza. Buffalo was the two and a half point favorite, and guess what? They covered 26-15. Okay. So that's another win for you. And finally, Monday, in what could go down as game of the season, yeah. Baltimore uh, goes to Cleveland and talk about Browns. Lamar Jackson had to run in for an emergency Brown. Allegedly. Uh, into the locker room, into the third. <laughs> hey, man, cramps. Yep. They said it was cramps. Stomach cramps. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, there is no video evidence that he got an IV. I will say that, too. I have not seen any video evidence that he had any sort of IV put into his into his arm to rehydrate. So until otherwise, uh, I'm saying he had dire hee-haw, <laughs> which is fine. 
He's getting he's getting over COVID. Yeah. Uh, you picked Baltimore as out. the one point favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's luckily he spelled nothing. That's a winner. Forty-seven forty-two. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Five and zero. Oh. So you were five five and zero oh for the week, buddy. Okay, I feel Ooh. good about that. Yeah. Well, let's build on this success. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, okay. So week fourteen. Here's what we've got. Thursday Kay. night. The Los Angeles Chargers uh, with their rookie quarterback going to Las Vegas and their mm, porous, yeah, we'll, we'll say porous defense. Fair. Vegas is a three-point favorite at home. Rowdy, who you got? What, uh, this past week, was it Vegas or L.A. that won? L.A. won and Vegas lost. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I, I'm, Hmm. But right, let's, here's go with L- let's go with L.A. Okay, so the L.A. that you picked, though, that was the Rams. This is the Chargers. The Chargers lost. Oh, it's a different team. Right. Ah, yeah. Mm. L.A. needs two football ah. teams. Yes, two football teams. No one will actually watch <laughs> right. show up before the before halftime. And you said, uh, what's Las Vegas's team called? The Ram? Is it the Rams? Raiders, Are they the Rams? The Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> they, see, this is this shouldn't even matter. Let's just say the, the let's just say okay. Let's just say the city names because all these teams have moved, right? A lot of them recently. These two have yes, quite a few. Of them There's too. no way to keep up with all this, so I would say well. let's go with Vegas home home team advantage. All right, Vegas, it's not that hard. The fact he doesn't know the Las Vegas Raiders uh, read after it's so disappointing. being on this podcast with you. Yeah, it's, doesn't it? It's just it, like it, it stings, right? It's like he's clearly not listening. Cuts to the quick. Yeah, he's not Okay, so wait. So it's the... But the Raiders used to be in L.A., right? Well, yes. But, yes, a but, long time but ago. But before, after that, they were in Oakland. They moved from Oakland to Vegas. Oh, the Oakland Raiders. That's they right. Moved, and then yes. L.A. has the Rams and the... The Rams are back in L.A., and now the Chargers went from San Diego to L.A. L.A. Chargers. The Rams were in St. Louis. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Las Vegas went Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Las Vegas. So just the Rams this is LA, why this is St. Louis. LA. This is kind of why I think that the way that soccer teams do it makes a lot more sense because just it's the city. It's just it's, it's the city. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of the team names and you know what? Let's let's add money to it. Like okay, it's the McDonald's, it's the Las Vegas team sponsored by McDonald's. I don't so know, that's like, like more, or like, or the, like the Japanese, the Japanese, uh, or, uh, or sorry, the Korean baseball that we were talking yeah. about the other mm-hmm. day. It's the Sam's Samsung team from Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Why not? Yeah, man, that's very just, compelling. Just tossing it out there, but let's go with let's go with let's for this particular game. Um, we're not gonna, oh you know God. what? We're not gonna settle all this this week. <laughs> nope, we sure are. How many picks have we? So let's one? just so let's just <laughs> go with Las Vegas. <laughs> We're still arguing on how we should. How we not should arguing, not arguing, but just problem solving. <laughs> yeah, I think we're creating yep. problems. We're not solving them. <laughs> no, not at all. No, but definitely come with solutions. I'm fine. I'm go. all about finding solutions for mega corporations. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. that's actually what you do in your. That's what I do. Yeah. All right. So I we go, we go now. But yeah. that's just Next me. game. <laughs> Next <laughs> game. Houston goes to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a touchdown favorite. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. Who's they? Third Who's man. They? <laughs> Indianapolis. Gotcha. Them. They're uh, going to win. <laughs> man, the, I'm trying to be pretty neutral with my pronouns these days. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Willow. <laughs> Kansas City... <laughs> Goes to New Orleans. New Orleans, uh, three-point underdog to KC. Ooh. That's because yeah. of my man, Andy Reid, right? Yeah, Andy Reid, Kansas City. Yep. Yeah, uh, let's go with him. Okay. Mr. I'm not betting on the himself. team, but I'm betting on cheeseburger, a, cheeseburger, a, a cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger for Andy. Mm-hmm. Sunday in primetime, the Cleveland Browns off their uh, heartbreaker against the Ravens. Go to New York to face the uh, New York Giants, who are now, I believe, 
when they're leading the NFC East. I, I'm pretty big sure. City. Big city have the Browns been pretty good up to this point, though? They have been good, yeah, up until that point. I mean, they're still, uh, I, yeah, they're still second in the AFC. They're East, good this year. What are my North. What are my odds? What are your what? What are my odds? Well, we don't or do whatever you call it, over unders or whatever. Five. Spread, yeah, spread. Yeah. That's Browns the word. Minus fi- the Browns are plus five. Browns minus five. Oh. I, you know what? I think that the Browns have something to prove this week. I think they might do it. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, bet. And uh, as I said two weeks ago, um, you never want to say, I'm confused, let's go with the Giants. I mean, generally, you don't want to go with the Giants. When, when you have a team that's considering whether or not they should go with their second year allegedly franchise quarterback, or should they go with a guy named Colt McCoy, who's been in the league for 10 years, and really proven nothing, uh, then, yeah, you never want to bet with that team. So I, I, I love that pick, Rowdy. That's probably okay. the one that's going to get you to one and four this week. And finally, <laughs> on Monday, Pittsburgh. Wait, what, what's the one? Wait. That's the one, that's the one you're going to That's the one? pick. Yeah. Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland. Yeah. Because they got something to prove. to prove. Okay. Yep. Finally, Pittsburgh goes to Cincinnati with the division on the line. They... <laughs> Pittsburgh is a 12-and-a-half-point wow. favorite in this one. And as we've pointed out, Rowdy, you're not great in these these plus-seven games. That's right. So uh, take it for what Stiller's it's worth. Stiller's in the Queen Pittsburgh City. Two-game mm-hmm, two losing streak. Uh, but they lead the league in uh, passes dropped as well. What's up, the up Queen City? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I didn't know that. Right there on the mighty Cincinnati yeah. River. Hmm. Let's go with Cincinnati. Oh All right, I like God. it. I like it. You don't think so, <laughs> dude? All they have to do is not, is lose by ten. That's true. I don't. That's I don't, true. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, okay. Um, yeah. Because you consider that uh, all the magic numbers, the five magic numbers, are are all ten or under. So that's what what over 60 percent of all NFL games end on one of those five numbers, and you're covering all of them by twelve and a half. I feel so, good yeah. about that. I like the, that. The numbers like you that. just said, I don't know what they mean, but it gives me confidence mm-hmm. hearing those numbers mm-hmm. out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. 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 All Which right, is so probably why you've been so successful in your career. You're good. You say these numbers, and it, I trust you. It makes sense. It makes sense. You should be a financial advisor. Uh, yeah, with gamblers. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 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 All right, so here's your picks. Las Vegas over uh, the Chargers uh, in Las Vegas. Indianapolis at home, minus seven against the Houston Texans. Kansas City going on the road, minus three against the New Orleans Saints, possibly without Drew Brees, or is he coming back this week? Nobody knows. Cleveland goes to New York, actually New Jersey, uh, as a five-point favorite. You've got Cleveland, and finally on Monday, mm-hmm. Cincinnati Give me all them points, Just 12 and a half against Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. yep. Yeah. Do you want to tease these bets? I would like to, yes. Okay. Your mother should have thrown you away and kept the stork. <laughs> I started laughing. I'm just teasing. I started laughing before he even like, got three <laughs> words into it. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's just it's the, whole the whole thing, concept. man. Well, Rowdy, well, as always... Thanks for playing. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports episode 170. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jetbelly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is... Uh, Honorary Ball Boy this week is the Commissioner of the AAC Conference. That's the American Athletic Conference. Mike, uh, what is it? Mike Oresco who is the only voice of any of the commissioners in the group of five that I've heard of uh, come out with a dissenting opinion and uh, criticism of what's going on in the College Football Invitational. They're representing his uh, undefeated Cincinnati Bearcats at 8-0. What did he say? He doesn't like Besides. what's going on. He wishes the BCS would come back. It's clear 
what's going oh. on is uh, you know unfair and predetermined, and he lacks all confidence in the college football playoff committee. That's right. He did. You, I, you played this earlier. He uh, pleaded for our our computer yeah. intelligent overlords to come back. Yeah. He's with you, Rowdy. He's with you. Bring back the, the cybers. Let, let the computer do it. Let Skynet figure it mm-hmm. out. Find That's us on Facebook, be. Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it, ding-dongs? ding <laughs> dongs